This is Ladies Rise. Prepare to be entertained as I introduce your host, Tia. Welcome to the Ladies Hive podcast, the show where we delve into the female minds as we discuss all issues that affect our daily lives with reference to personal experiences and of course, dishing out words of advice with zero judgments. Thank you so much for stopping by. Please to ensure that you listen to the podcast till the end. And of course, connect with us on social media today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Ladies Hive. And enjoy the show. What is going on, y'all? How are you doing? (laughs) It is so great and amazing to be back here again with all of you thank you so much for always listening for always dropping your comments on our social media pages and for just sticking around i appreciate you guys so much it has been a moment and i'm so glad to be back here again how are you doing how how is the week going how is your thursday treating you let me know i hope that everything is going on perfectly fine so it's another gist day (laughs) yes it's another day to catch up to gist and to have fun and today on the show we are going to be talking about something that probably we don't pay enough attention to we are talking about guilt trips yes guilt tripping people or you know being a victim to guilt tripping well you might ask what exactly is guilt trips so in my research as usual which i like to always do i discovered that guilt trips are attempts to control another person's behavior by probably making them feel ashamed or embarrassed or feeling a certain type of way about their actions So guilt trips are most likely to occur between those that we love the most, like our family members or close friends, because relationships have the most complex emotions to navigate and the most to lose if they fall apart. So guilt tripping is basically trying to manipulate someone or a person into doing something that they would not normally do or they would not normally agree to doing. And it is something that is common, yeah, even amongst our friends or amongst our siblings, it's something that happens. And, well, it's it's not entirely a bad thing. You know, some people say it is like a psychological tool that is used and sometimes it can be abused as with every other thing that human beings make use of if we are not careful of if it's not guided so yes it's not necessarily a bad thing take for instance so a mom can play the guilt trip card over her kids so let's take for instance a mom has been out all day working and then she comes back home actually really tired and the child is probably asking oh mom i want you to do this with us or play with us or something and then the guilt trip card here would be the mom telling 
the child that she has been working all day and she's too tired to play with them. Right? You see where I'm going with this? Yes, that is hardly psychological abuse or whatnot. It's not even... If you don't even look closely, you would not know that it is guilt trip. So the, with saying that, the child will obviously feel, oh, it's true, mommy has been out all day and she's really tired, I can see. Even, <laughs> even if the mom is not as tired, but because she has already said something, you know, it's appealing to that emotion in that child. And then the child just takes it for what it is and moves on with it. So, yeah, so that is hardly abuse of the guilt trip card yeah but there are some that are not as mild as this there are some that are really manipulative and there are people that use this card over and over again in all that they do in all their relationships in all their endeavors with people they keep on using this then that might be a problem because it might start to affect the self-esteem of the person that is a victim of this guilt trip so the main point where guilt tripping becomes a serious psychological tool, where it becomes a tool that, that I can change the entire life or the entire behavioral pattern of a person, then it should be paid attention to and people should be actually be worried about using the guilt trip card. Like I said earlier, it's something that we might just overlook. So sometimes it is difficult if, if you're not looking for something if you're not paying attention to something it is difficult to actually find it so it is difficult sometimes to spot a guilt tripper or someone that is manipulative because it uses it's not done without finesse for lack of a better word yeah it is done in a it is clothed in a way that makes the person on the receiving end looks look like this person is actually right so there are ways to spot a guilt tripper. Yes, to spot someone using that guilt tripping card with you or on you. So I'm going to be sharing a few signs with us on how to know when someone is guilt tripping you. Now, the first would be you start to feel like you are always disappointing the person. Now, let me explain this. So if every time you are with someone or you do something for someone or you do or you are doing something with someone and then you constantly feel like you can you are not doing it the right way or you are not doing enough or like you cannot you can never do right or great or good in the per- person's eye right probably because of what the person has said or what not no matter how you try then there's a fat chance that that person has been using the, the guilt trip tactic with you. And the person might be saying things or, you know, reacting in a certain type of way that makes you feel like you are not good enough or you are not up to standard or there's something wrong with you or whatever. So if you feel like that around someone, either because of what the person has said or done or reacted to certain things, that shows that the person is guilt tripping you. Now, another sign would be that everything is your fault, quote and unquote. Most times, people that are guilt trip will rarely take the blame for their own actions. And instead, they try to look for someone that they can put the blame on, someone that they can push the blame on and then just 
in a way convince the person without them without you knowing that this is what they are doing they are trying to convince you that it, this is your fault like this is you were the you were the cause of this and all of that stuff and then if you are being constantly compared to other people and if you are constantly told that other people are better or you know other people are always painted in painted in a better light than you are you are then that person is guilt tripping you right now this comparison streak is a common tactic that guilt trippers use and it just makes you feel useless or unworthy or less intelligent or whatever which is not the case so if you start you are starting to feel like this person is comparing you to other people too much in fact sometimes the comparison even you might even know that this comparison is not a fair one because you know that you can do better or you are better or you 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 have a better skill set or talent than this person that you have been compared to but the comparison still continues so it's a sign that this person is you tripping you now another sign is the fact that you start to become a yes man so you find it almost difficult to say no or you know to disagree with certain things you just are going to things that you normally wouldn't or you just normally would dismiss without even giving two thoughts to it but in this situation you find yourself agreeing that in itself is the result of someone you tripping you or you feel obligated all the time to please people all the time trying just trying to avoid drama or whatever now it, it is i'm not saying that you should go looking for trouble or you should you should do things the wrong way or whatever but all i'm saying is there are times that friction that friction is needed there are times that a little bit of drama in any kind of relationship relationship even with your siblings is needed it shows that there's no people are not pretending it shows that you know you are trying to understand each other there's always friction and friction sometimes is good so you just trying to agree to things because the other person has made you feel like if you don't agree things will fall apart or whatever it is totally and completely wrong right now i'm not saying that you should just go all out and be uh, on the defensive or whatever all the time but all i'm saying is in a perfectly healthy relationship you shouldn't feel obligated to please all the time now there are times you might just take a walk from certain situations because just because probably it's not worth it or whatever or but there are sometimes that you should take a stand there are sometimes that you should talk things through and not just feel obligated all of the time to agree to situations just because you don't want drama or you don't want things to go out of hand or whatever right another sign is the fact that your love for the person is always under examination that's when you begin to hear things like oh if you love me you would do this for me or if you care so much about me you would do this for me that in itself but by the words if you look closely at, at it those words or that's those sentences they induce guilt a sense of guilt in itself right which in itself is is controlling because you are trying to appeal to the 
way the person feels about you, which is wrong. Trying to weaponize the true feeling or the true affection of that person for your own selfish gain or interest. You see what I'm saying? You see what I say about you tripping? So if you hear things like that, you need to take a step back. Also, another sign of you tripping is your partner acting as if everything they do is for the other person and they get no satisfaction at all from whatever uh, care in quotes that they are demonstrating. You know, this in a way induces a type or a feeling or a sense of guilt because you begin to feel, oh, this person is doing so much for me. I should do this for this person. You know, in a way, paint is a picture that they are self-sacrificing for you, which if you look closely, it's not as it is. At the end of the day, you'll find out that even that that, it, that you felt like was for your own need is actually for their own selfish interest as well. Let me just share two more with you, and that, that would be it. Another sign is the fact that, you know, they begin to say, Oh, because you're so good at this, I want you to do this for me. Oh, you are so great at what you do, this bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So they begin to make you feel like they cannot survive without you by their side, or they cannot survive without you. The truth is, the moment you say no, or the moment you don't agree, or the moment you, you say you cannot do, this or do that for them <laughs> honey they are finding the next person but because they they probably know that you would agree or when they say this to appeal to something within you they just say those words say the right words and then <laughs> like a charm it just works and most times you always know deep within you deep down that mm, this person is just is just washing me, right? <laughs> you always know deep down, but you, you just allow that. Now, finally, one more sign is the fact that you find yourself in a situation where you have to over-compliment someone again and again. Like you feel that compulsion to flatter the person or compliment the person. Now, don't get me wrong. Flattery is beautiful compliments are adorable compliments are lovely but when you feel like then you feel compelled to give it when you feel like when it becomes like a chore right to give it because maybe you feel like the person will feel like you don't like him or her enough or whatever i don't know they might have said something or done something or reacted a certain type of way probably in the past that is making you feel that way so, if you constantly feel like you need to praise someone for the most ridiculous things, <laughs> that things that you should just, that, don't even, that probably don't even deserve a pat on the back, and then you feel compelled to praise them or whatever, especially sometimes if, if this person tells you that they would probably not do certain things for you or do nice things for you if you do not, if you do not appreciate them enough, that in, in, this, in itself is taking the sincerity out of out of the flattery or the compliments because you're now adding a clause to it, making it feel like I have to, not because it's the truth, not because this is how I truly feel, but because you said you will give something in return, right? So if you notice, 
Yeah, with all of these things that I've listed or I've mentioned or I've talked about concerning signs of a guilt tripper, there is something in common. Words. Most people that do this are people that are, um, for lack of a better word, narcissistic in nature, right? They just try to, you know, use words to appeal to some kind of emotion within you. And if it works, they just continue until you decide that, you know what, this is not going to continue any longer, right? So, yeah, those are the signs. So it is important that we read the signs correctly. Now, don't just say, oh, Tia said this. So when you see something like this, mm -mm," you know, you need to be sensitive to how you are feeling about situations and be sensitive to what the person is saying and how the person is saying it right so don't don't just become defensive all over the place and you're saying oh this one this person is saying this or it means that she's playing the guilt trip card or whatever Mm -mm. that's not what i'm saying no if not and that like i said earlier there's some things that can be overlooked that sometimes uh, you probably don't want to hurt the person and you just say something like the example of the press of the mother and child scenario but that mom in that scenario probably didn't want to hurt the child so she just had to look for a way to let see make the person understand that this is how i'm feeling right now i won't be able to do do this so there are mild ones there are mild situations like this that that we can just let go but when it becomes something that is trying to change your behavioral pattern like that example i gave doesn't change the fact that the child will ask again another day oh mom come and play with me or whatever you know so but when something is trying to forcefully change your behavioral pattern or forcefully trying to make you do things that you not normally do then Red flags need to be raised. But besides that, we shouldn't go all ballistic and all over the place and say, oh, because Tiana said this, this is the way it should be. Mm-mm. So let's be mindful and let's do things with caution and wisdom, okay? Now, before we round up today's episode, I'm just going to quickly show or share with us ways to respond when someone tries to trip you. Now, when you tr- realize that someone is going is taking you on a guilt trip or trying to make play the guilt trip card with you it is really easy to become or to feel trapped right but the first way that i will share on how to respond when someone tries to guilt trip you is to remember not to take it personally right so if someone is trying to guilt trip you they might Try to frame it as you being the only person who can help or whatever, or who has the skill set like I like I mentioned earlier. Now don't don't let it get to your head and say, oh, this is I'm the only person for this thing. This is me. This is oh, it's the only me that can do it. And then by doing that, you just set yourself up. Now don't take it personally in the sense that remember that there. Are always some people that are ready to help there are always people that are ready to offer their services you know aside you and just try to remember that if you are indisposed other people will show up so don't let them play that card of oh you're the only one that is perfect for this job meanwhile you are swamped already now i'll give you an instance 
recently I was called by one of the leadership to do something and it came off as or oh, because you did so well in a, a similar project your name has come up for something else another project as well when I read it I just smiled <laughs> so I responded and I said you know what this can't happen I can't do this right now and I said it can't be done I cannot engage in this right now because I try to give my hundred percent when I am involved in something but right now I am swamped with so many things and then the person said okay okay dude look for someone else so it, it was it, because I just had to I, I didn't let it get mad oh it was only me that this mm-mm. that would have just I would have just set up myself by myself and then I would have been struggling with trying to juggle the new project and trying to juggle the other things in my life which I knew that I didn't have the capacity to handle at the time so yes I felt a little bit guilty yes I actually did but you know you need to be comfortable with that guilt that make that's what makes us human beings that's what makes us people that have a conscience right it is okay to feel guilty, but that doesn't negate the fact that you probably cannot handle this at this time. So, yeah, that's what I meant by don't take it too personally. The second way is express how their behavior makes you feel. It, it, it's a common thing or culture or tradition as, I don't know if it's something that the society has taught us that saying no is rude, right? So... Saying that word no is sometimes uncomfortable for some of us or it just makes us feel awkward or whatever. But it is okay to say no. Like this instance I just gave you, it is okay to say no with good reason. So it is okay. It is totally okay to say no. And then if you find, if you notice that this is the card that this person is playing, it is also okay Okay. To call the person out on it. Yes, you can call BS on the person and let the person know that, you know what, I'm onto you and it won't work. So, no, I cannot do this because so, 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 and so. And then you move on, you all move on. Now, the third thing you can do is to redirect whatever they're asking you to do back at them. Put, it, put the ball back in their court, right? Play a reminder game for them and remind them that they too, they can do whatever it is that they are asking you to do, especially if it's within their range or within, the, within their expertise or within their, within their scope. Remind them that they too can do whatever they are asking you to do. That way, you are pushing the responsibility back on them, right? The fourth thing you can do is to practice standing up for yourself, just like saying no. Like I said before, get comfortable with saying no. I'm not saying you should not go on a saying no spree and then just be saying no up and down, saying no up and down, even when you know you can do something. But when something is not comfortable for you and you truly know that if you don't do this thing, there are, you know, five more people that can do this. I think it, it is okay for the person to look for someone else. It is okay for you to just say no and move on and get comfortable with that. Yes, you might feel guilty, but get comfortable with that as well. And finally, the fifth thing you can do is let yourself feel however you want to feel. 
<laughs> now, this I put this this as part of it because, you know, recently I was out with some of my friends and there was an argument of some sort and everybody were we were all angry about certain things, you know, emotions were flying all over the place. And then we talked about it, we had talked it out. We were trying to move on and I asked a question that would that would probably serve as a like a tension breaker sort of. And you know, everyone has answered apart from one of the people present. And the, she answered in a way that I was not okay, okay with. And, you know, I didn't get it because we had talked about it. And for me, it just felt like, okay, we are talking about, about it. Let's all move on. You can see that we are all struggling. We are trying to move on from, you know, this conversation and try to have like a normal conversation. Let's move on. And... You know, I didn't quite understand it. And I said something like, I don't understand why you, are, why you are still angry or something. You know, I didn't quite understand. And later on, she made me understand. She said something which rubbed me off in any kind of way, but it's still the truth. What she said is, it's my anger. I can feel the way I want to feel, however I want to feel, right? So all I'm saying with this is allow yourself feel the way you are feeling. Like I said before, if you feel guilty about saying no, it is totally fine. Now, all you just need to work on is getting comfortable with saying no, right? To certain things that probably don't align with your values or probably it's not the comfortable, it's not as comfortable for you to do right now. It's okay to say no and just get comfortable. It is okay to feel guilty saying no to because like i said that that's what makes us human beings right but it doesn't make you a bad person for saying no doesn't mean that you took the wrong decision because you feel guilty for saying no so don't make the mistake of trying to get rid of that awkward or uncomfortable emotional feeling by saying yes or by trying to say oh okay yes i will just i will do it or whatever if you said no stick with it and just just run with it. It will get better at the end of the day. Okay, folks. That's all we can take on today's episode. <laughs> so, if you have been a victim of guilt tripping or you've been the one doing the guilt tripping, it is time to mend your ways and do better and be better for it. You will thank me later. Your, your relationships will last a lot longer. It's, there's no... There's no beauty, there's no fun, there's no... It just, it just doesn't add up for you to just want to be controlling people up and down. When, ah, people are not puppets now. So let's do better, right? And I'm talking to myself as well as I'm talking to you, listening to me. Do better with your relationships and with people around you, okay? On that note... If you're not following us on our social media platforms already, you know what to do. Please do follow us on all our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Ladies Hive. And of course, subscribe to our channels on SoundCloud and iTunes podcast at The Ladies Hive. And of course, if you want to know what I get to do in my personal time and space, please do ensure that you follow me as well on Instagram and Twitter at T-double-E underscore twirl. My name is Tian and I would see you in the next episode. 
Adios. Mwah.